Solara Star is a UK-based advanced law of attraction coach, public speaker, and leading wellness expert. She will share valuable insights about the law of attraction and how you can use this powerful universal law. Solara will help you to build a foundation for bigger and bolder results by tapping into what is divinely yours to begin with. It's time to create the life that you want, and with Solara's help, you will. And a very, very warm welcome to Manifesting Made Easy with myself, Solara Star. As usual, connecting with you all the way from the very, very beautiful and wet and windy, I might add, at United Kingdom, Winchester specifically, which is one of the most beautiful cities in the UK. For those of you who have been here, you'll know exactly what I mean. It has something very beautiful and very magical about it. Special shout out to those of you who have taken the time to email me and let me know what you've been getting from the episodes. It gives me extra impetus to show up every single time knowing that these sessions are helping in one way or another. And of course, when we have a title like Manifesting Made Easy, of course, we want to hop, skip and a jump to uh, pressing play on that little beauty, don't we? Just because I know that sometimes the manifestation journey can be super exciting, but also ridiculously frustrating at times as well. So my aim is to help you to come to your practice with open-heartedness, with fun, with flow, and quite frankly, just enjoy the journey with a big cheesy grin on your face, an open, expansive energy that is a natural magnet and a natural attractor for everything that you desire and more. Manifesting Made Easy is a place of fun and flow where we just allow everything to unfold with ease and grace. There's no pushing, there's no forcing. It's a fun, uplifting process. So I think it's very important to remind ourselves of that. Not always easy, mind you, when you know there's something quite pressing, when it, certainly when it comes to relationships or financial side of things, it's hard sometimes to step into that kind of happy space um, because there may be very genuine fears and worries around that particular subject. But what we can do is just say to the universe, you know, just for now, I'm just going to enjoy the process. Just for now, I'm going to have absolute fun with this. Just for now, I'm going to cast all my worries aside, completely trust the universe, trust that everything is unfolding in the perfect time and space sequence, and just enjoy the journey. So with that in mind, let's take in a few deep breaths um, in together. And it's optional if you want to bring a nice big cheesy grin to your face at the same time, where your body goes, your mind often follows. And as you exhale, just imagine any worries, any tensions, any fears just melting away like the warm wax of a candle. And do that a couple of more times. And with each exhale, allow the muscles and the bones, specifically in your neck and shoulders, to relax down. It's these muscles that activate the sympathetic nervous system, which kind of like closes our energy down and creates this constriction. And of course, we want our energy to be open and expansive. And when our energy is open and expansive, we become that natural attractor. So let's set the intention for our time together today. Remember, intention is very, very powerful when it comes to creation. Set the intention of becoming a natural magnet where everything comes to us with ease, with grace and with flow. And we allow ourselves to enjoy the journey. So you may find that you want to just sit with that as an intention and just feel that into your heart space right now. 
It's important when it comes to manifesting to move from your head into the heart. The head is very, very mechanical, likes to logicalize everything, categorize everything, and it creates a constriction within the field. Whereas when we move into the heart, it's a place of fun and expansiveness. It's a place of creativity and openness. And that's where manifesting goes from mediocre to mastery. So if you haven't managed as yet, and the reason why I say managed as yet, because it took me years to move from the head into the heart space for manifesting, that's okay. That's part and parcel of the journey. And it's a part and parcel of the embodiment process. But what you can do is set the intention of moving more into the heart space when it comes to manifesting. When we're in the head space, we can also manifest from a place of our own wounds, the wounds from the past, our own fears, our insecurities, our doubts, which unfortunately then takes us into, into a place of desperation, of need, of force, of push. And that's when manifesting can become a whole lot trickier. We generally tend to get the opposite of what we want in that space, or we don't get what we want at all. Or if we do, it's very, very um, diseased manifestation is the way that I refer to it. What I mean by a diseased manifestation is it seems very troublesome. Nothing seems to unfold naturally. Everything feels like it needs to be forced to make it happen. And they never, ever create positive outcomes. So now that we've set the intention and we've taken a couple of nice deep breaths in and just feel your energy expanding now, even if you don't feel it expanding, just imagine, set the intention, open and expand. Imagine the whole of your energy field expanding out all around you. And that's absolutely beautiful. And the last episode, we, towards the end of it rather, we started speaking a little bit about belief systems. Now, beliefs are things that are created from the time we're born. You know, we're predisposed to conditioning that has molded us into the way that we see the world today. So this is important to remind ourselves that we don't actually ever see the world as the world is. We see the world through the filters of our belief systems and conditioning which is a little bit trippy and a little bit out there, but in some respects, it's quite heartening because we think, well, actually, well, that's a good thing, right? Because it means that I have the opportunity then to change my beliefs, which will then change the lens in which I see the world through. And that generally tends to attract different outcomes. So like I said, our belief system affects the world and the way that we see it and the way that we live our life. The good news is, is we're not stuck with it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Imagine if we were, we'd have nowhere to go. But I'm here to say the good news is, is we can change our beliefs. And it's very, very easy to do so. But what we generally tend to do is we tend to accept some of these old conditionings and these limitations in beliefs as the norm. And of course, it's not until we want to upgrade our life or we realize there's something missing that we realize that there's a potential of having limiting beliefs and programs that are actually holding us back from being able to achieve that. So in the previous episodes, we have discussed how we create our reality through our thoughts, through our feelings, and now taking that a little bit deeper and taking that one step further, when we become aware of these limiting beliefs, we then have the ability to change them because remember, awareness is key. Without awareness, we don't have the opportunity to walk through any new door of thought. We, we don't have the opportunity to expand our consciousness. We just stay 
in the same paradigm, experiencing the same pains and frustrations over and over again. So just by becoming aware that there is a limiting belief, then starts off that process of change. So it is completely possible that you can take your limiting beliefs and change them instantly. So somebody said to me, well, what do you mean? How can you do that? I mean, sometimes we make things a little bit harder for ourselves and we make things a little bit more complex than what they need to be. But for example, let's just say you have a, a limiting belief. I always attract bad relationships, for example. You can just change that instantly. I attract kind, loving and loyal relationships. And then now that you have got a new belief pattern, which is more in alignment with what it is that you want to experience, you can now reaffirm that new belief over and over again until it becomes a new neurological pathway. And then once you now have that as a strong, solid, established neurological pathway, it now means that you are looking at the world through a completely different lens and you're more likely to see kind, loving and loyal people in your reality. So another example of that would be, um, no matter how hard I try, I always reach a certain point and everything goes wrong. I hear that a lot from some of my coaching clients. And, you know, again, that, that's an old belief that no longer serves. It got, kind of got us to where we are, but it's not necessarily going to get us to where we want to go to. So now that we are aware that we have a belief pattern that is not serving us, we have the opportunity to change it. So again, this is super exciting. So instead of no matter how hard I try, I always reach a certain point and everything goes wrong. This could become something like all my hard work pays off and everything I do leads to my success. How lovely, and that feels so much better. Remember when we spoke about some of our um, doubts, when we say these positive statements, it, you know, we can say them, but actually we get like this feeling inside that it doesn't feel real. So if you get that, then it's okay to use the bridging statement that I am willing to believe that all my hard work pays off and everything I do leads to my success because the I'm willing to believe then takes it from the disbelief into the possibility of something coming true. So it, it, it creates less internal resistance when we say I am willing to believe that all my hard work pays off and everything I do leads to my success. How lovely is that? Just by saying that myself, it just feels so beautiful. So remember, Every single thought can absolutely be transformed, which is good news, right? Because imagine if we were absolutely stuck with these, that would be even worse. But the good news is every thought can be transformed. It's identifying those thoughts that are sabotaging us and then finding a positive alternative statement that we can then focus on multiple times a day so that that becomes a new way of being, doing and seeing the world. So you can absolutely create your own belief patterns. You can absolutely create your own rules and your own laws. And you can empower yourself and believe that anything is possible. And if of course you believe anything is possible, then it will be so. Because what you believe to be true becomes true for you. So what we're gonna do now is just take a moment to go through a little belief pattern exercise. This is one that I run in my uh, coaching practice. And let's see what limiting beliefs come up for you. So you may just wanna pause this and grab yourself a pen and a paper. Or of course, if you are listening to this um, while you're on the train or whether you're driving as well, you can just do this um, in your head too. Or you may wanna to listen to this again later on. 
But some of the limiting beliefs that you have running obviously serve you, which is great. So we don't want to change those ones. And some of the other ones, they don't serve you. So those are the ones that absolutely need tweaking. And those are the ones that we want to kind of root out, get the little culprits that are stopping us from expanding our consciousness and our field even more. So by listing some of these beliefs, we get a closer look at who we are, the life we're creating, what we're attracting. So what I'm going to invite you to do is complete the sentences after me and try not to think too much about it and just say or write down whatever comes to mind. I'm going to give you one of my own personal examples once we've done this. Okay, so finish this sentence. I believe men are. And just notice what comes up. And what's really important within this is not to be this happy, clappy Pollyanna and, you know, to deny yourself any, any negative thoughts. Because we want to root out the negative thoughts so that we can change them into something positive. So if yours was like mine, and this, this is something that I am um, in the earlier stages of my development, I truly believed that all men were bastards. I know that sounds awful. I don't believe that now at all. But I had such bad experiences with men growing up from the modeling of my dad and what I experienced and then everything that I then attracted thereafter. And I bought this diary and on the front of this diary, I just got it from Waterstones and it said on there, all men are bastards. And I felt immediate attraction to it. And of course, no wonder then I kept attracting people into my life that didn't treat me with the love and respect that I deserved. It's because I had already labeled them, of course. And that meant that they weren't really bastards at all. It was more about me looking at them through the lens of my own beliefs, which meant I only saw those character traits within them. And that's really important to understand as well. This isn't about judging someone, blaming someone. It's just about becoming aware of belief patterns that don't serve us. So what I ended up doing when I discovered that, I was absolutely dumbfounded. I was like, oh my God, no wonder I've been having these kind of experiences with the opposite sex. What would I prefer to believe? And I was like, well, I would prefer to believe that men are kind, loving and supportive. And I did my best every day. Men are kind, loving, supportive, sensitive, beautiful human beings. And I kept affirming that so that I could re- program an old belief pattern which was completely mistrue, untrue for me into something that I would prefer to become my truth. And what do you think happened as a result of that? Yep, I then started to see these beautiful qualities within men around me, which of course, like I said before, they were probably always there. It was just where tension goes, energy flows. And because that was a belief for me, that was then what I was seeing or at least perceiving. So, so what was it like for you? So what I would love is for you to reach out, solara at solarastar.com. Once we've gone through the full list, I've got quite a few for us to go through today. And then just message me and let me know which ones yours were and what they were and what you are changing them to become. I would really be interested to hear what your journey is like on this one. Okay, so your first one was, I believe men are. Your second one is, I believe women are. Now remember, you may have positives for all of them, which is great. If there is areas of your life that aren't working, I guarantee that there is gonna be a limiting belief in here somewhere. So just give yourself permission, just for the purpose of this, just to be negative, because we're gonna then bin the negativity, change it into something positive. We're gonna really get to the root of some of these belief patterns. 
Okay, so the third one is, I believe life is. I believe money is. Now this generally is a pretty interesting one with the money one. Gosh, if I could just share, mine was all over the place. No wonder I was having financial issues. Okay, so I believe health is. Remember, don't overthink it. I believe love is. I believe marriage is. I believe aging is. I believe holidays are. I believe people are. And I believe the rich are. I'd always been brought up to believe that the rich people were evil. Money is the root to all evil. Money is hard to come by. You know, marriage is um, a, a negative experience. Aging is a horrible process. You had all these limiting beliefs. So what you want to do now is just notice which one you really want, which one or two you really want to work on now to reprogram your mind. It really is about reprogramming your paradigm. And what I love in Bob Proctor's book, Change Your Paradigm, Change Your Life, which I highly recommend, by the way, is talking about um, an autopilot on an airplane. So the autopilot on an airplane is automatically set, preset for a destination which means that when the pilot's up in the air, he can take a seatbelt off, he can nip to the loo, he can even go and have a nap if he wants, because if there's anything uh, that sets the airplane off course, like turbulence or such like, the autopilot will bring it back on course. So he doesn't really need to do a huge amount, he or she doesn't really need to do a huge amount. And it's a little bit like our journey. We have a preset program running. And for many of us, this program doesn't serve us and doesn't get us where we wanna go. And we have this program running and it could be something like mine was, you know, I believe money is the root to all evil. I believe, I believe aging is, you know, a horrible process, whatever it might be. Now, because that is my core belief, it means that every single time I try and go off course and believe aging is a very beautiful thing, money is available for everybody, because that's not my core paradigm, my core autopilot, when I try and go off course and think positive thoughts, because I've got such a strong autopilot running, it's gonna bring me back to money is the route to all evil, aging is a horrible process, etc., etc. So what we need to do is we need to completely rewrite our autopilot so that these positive, more uplifting thoughts that are in alignment with where we want to go become the autopilot rather than the other way around. This is why repetition and consistency is absolutely key and so important. And not just saying these positive statements once and then expecting to have our autopilot completely rewritten, it's saying it over and over and over again. And Bob Proctor actually recommends uh, saying this every single day for a year, a minimum. In fact, he recommends writing it down every single day for a year three times. So. 
that's something that I do. Um, I have missed a few days actually, which I've just brought my attention back to, so I'm going to get myself back on that. But in the main, I have one particular statement that I say every, that I write down three times most days um, to completely rewrite that paradigm. So once you have uncovered the areas that you've noticed there are some negative beliefs, you're going to want to then write a positive statement, which is in alignment with what you want to experience, and write down that positive statement three times every single day, every day. I mean, I have missed one or two days here or there for one reason or another. So in the main, just writing that and writing that and writing that. So that can become your new autopilot. So I just want to say congratulations. You have unearthed a couple of belief programs that are not serving you and potentially sabotaging where it is that you want to get to. Now you have the opportunity to rewrite them and to create that new autopilot, which will then create a completely new paradigm for you going forward. And if you want to take this a step further, which is something that I did, is once I unearthed these negative programs, you know, aging is a horrible process and money is the root to all evil or whatever it might be, or, you know, all men are bastards, those kind of things. What you might want to do is then write your past self a letter. And I like to do this on a full moon. So it'd be something along the lines of acknowledging, first of all, it, you know, that you have wonderful belief patterns that you absolutely want to keep and some of the gifts that you have experienced along the way you're very very grateful for as well but it is important to acknowledge the limiting beliefs and then being willing to release them but more importantly to then be willing to rewrite that program with consistency dedication and persistency so it's, it's important to state clearly that you're drawing the line on all of these, this old paradigm that no longer serves you and saying goodbye in some respects with love and gratitude to that old version of yourself. But also then to declare that you're now ready and open for this new version of you with new beliefs that will absolutely serve you. And then once you've, once you've written that letter, you can then burn that under a full moon. It's a really, really powerful time to release on the full moons, it's a very um, powerful time of intention. So an example kind of letter to your past self would be something along the lines of, I'll use my own as an example, in a dear Solara, I just wanna take this opportunity to say a massive thank you for all the opportunities that you've ever given me that's got me to this point today. Having that gratitude for your past self is so important. You know, I'm so grateful that no matter how challenging life became at times, you always found new ways to help me grow and live a better life. And for that, I'm deeply grateful for all the lessons, the wisdom, the mindset that I've accumulated over time and how each one of these lessons has made my life easier and brighter in some way or another. And then you can say, I'm going to take all of these amazing gifts with me as I walk forward into a really bright, happy and prosperous future. You can then in your letter go on to say something along the lines of the limiting beliefs that I've discovered today, so it could be about the money or the love, whatever they were, I understand were absolutely born from programming that I experienced in my earlier years and no longer serves me anymore. You know, these beliefs are no longer in alignment with who I am becoming and I am absolutely willing and ready to release them. So you can then say, I now draw a line in the sand of time. And with love and with grace and with gratitude for all that has been before me, and I, I now say goodbye to these old programs, to these old ways of being. I'm grateful that all of this has played a part in me becoming who I am today. 
And as I say goodbye, I'm ready and willing to welcome in new ways of being and doing and thinking into my life with love and gratitude, Solara. And something like this is very, very important. It has um, quite an impression on the subconscious mind. So energetically, emotionally, spiritually, physically, by putting pen to paper, this has a massive impact. Now, you're better off using a pen and paper for this rather than typing it on a computer. There's something much more energetically powerful with the written word. So I would encourage you to get a, a piece of paper, get a pen, a black pen if possible, because black's all about releasing and letting go. And then under the full moon, you can read this letter out and then set a light to it. Obviously, make sure that you do it in a safe environment. And what you'll do is once you've released that and let that go, you now have drawn that line in the sand of time and you now have your new beliefs that you can now affirm going forward. And this is where you can rewrite your paradigm and you can completely reset your autopilot so that it serves you, which means that when you have the strong, powerful, positive autopilot that is set to the destination that you are consciously choosing to go to, if you do become negative and you do come off course, your autopilot is naturally going to send you back on course to your predetermined destination, which you have consciously chosen. How cool is that? So no longer are we at the mercy of unconscious creation. You know, no longer do we have to, you know, kind of be at the helm of a ship that's kind of taking us to islands which are windy and stormy. You know, we can choose to take ourselves to destinations that we're consciously choosing to go to, that, that bring a smile to our face, that make us feel good. Now, I just want to remind you that the law of attraction isn't like a get-out-of-jail-free card for bypassing life's challenges and experiences. I think in the early stages of my journey, I thought that the law of attraction was now something that would stop me having to experience any challenges. But I, I subsequently learned through um, painstaking processes, I might add, that absolutely not. It's We're not here on a spiritual bypass. The law of attraction doesn't enable us to be greedy or lazy. It does give us amazing tools to help us navigate challenges and overcome them quicker and easier, but it will absolutely not take away from some of the uh, life's challenges that our soul has chosen to experience for our own evolution and enlightenment. So when we do have challenges, a lot of people think the law of attraction is not working, and quite often that is indicative that it is working because the universe will bring us something to clear in order to then ascend and raise our vibrations. You know, sometimes if we're there affirming, I'm a money magnet, everything comes to me with ease and grace, I am successful, I'm surrounded by wonderful, beautiful, loving relationships. What the universe will quite often help us to see is that of which is standing in the way of helping us to attain that. So then a magnifying glass is highlighted on a particular area of our own life that needs healing and clearing in order for us to then attain what it is that we are affirming. So quite often when these challenges come our way, a lot of people think the law of attraction isn't working, but that's actually indicative that it really is working and to keep going, to clear whatever it is, to change the beliefs, to do some deeper shadow healing in order to uh, ascend and raise your vibrations to match the frequency of the thing that you desire. There's something that I wanted to share with you today. I found it so beautiful. And this is um, a beautiful poem by Roald Dahl. 
Um, it's called The Twits and this sums up perfectly the importance of our thoughts. You know, although this particular poem's not commonly thought of as a self-help thing, um, Roald Dahl couldn't have put it better. So here it is. I'd be interested to know what you think about this one. If a person has ugly thoughts, it begins to show on their face. And when that person has ugly thoughts every day, every week, every year, the face gets uglier and uglier until you can hardly bear to look at it. A person who has good thoughts can never be ugly. You can have a wonky nose and a crooked mouth and a double chin and sticky out teeth. But if you have good thoughts, they will shine out of your face like sunbeams and you will always look lovely. How absolutely beautiful is that? And in actual fact, what I find really interesting about that is when I look back on some old photos of me when I was riddled with anxiety, with fear, with worry, I, you know, I'm loath to admit it, but I was, you know, in the kind of space of judging and criticizing myself and others. It absolutely showed on my face. And I can see that, you know, I've, I, I can see just by my mouth and, you know, the shape of my face has completely changed. So all of this work, all this positive work and all of the deeper dive on releasing some of the toxicity and pain and hurt from my shadow aspect of self has completely recalibrated the whole of my energetic field. And as a result of that, I absolutely look completely different to what I used to look. So I'm loving that Roald Dahl poem because it perfectly illustrates exactly that. So that's the main thing I wanted to share with you today is the belief patterns. Remember, a belief is just a thought that you have thought and can be changed. So if you believe life is hard and, um, well, life is hard and things like that, you can change that. I'm willing to believe that life is easy. I'm willing to believe that life is good to me. I'm willing to be open and receptive to all good. I'm willing to believe that I am a magnet for success. I'm willing to believe that I am a powerful creator. I'm willing to believe that I can do this. I'm willing to believe that I have what it takes to reach my dreams. And if we just go on a tangent of positive thinking just for a few minutes every day, you're going to notice how good you feel. In fact, I'd like you to notice how you feel after listening to episodes like this. Does it leave you feeling uplifted and inspired? Because the law of attraction, remember, works on feelings. As Andy Dooley says, feelings first, manifestation second. So it's important to notice how something leaves you feeling because that's going to be indicative of whether you're on the right path or not. Anyway, my lovely ones, once again, it's been absolutely beautiful to be with you. Looking forward to our time together again uh, on the next episode. In the meantime, keep your questions coming. Keep your comments coming. would love to know what your limiting beliefs were and what you're changing them to. And sending you lots and lots of love. And I look forward to being back with you soon. Thanks for listening. Solara Star will be back next week with more great insights into the law of attraction. Please visit solarastar.com.